0: Hello everyone and welcome to episode 8 of the 1-1, One One, your West Australian racing podcast. I'm BJ Ryan, joining me as always is the Perth racing guru, Terry Layton. G'day Terry, how are you mate? I'm well BJ and how are you? Yes, yes, I've uh, I've survived the marathon form session for this uh, monster 10 race Pinjera card on Saturday. Uh, fatigued, but uh, looking forward to trying to sift through it with you later in the podcast.
1: I'm absolutely cooked, to be honest, Beej. That was, uh, I don't think I have ever, uh, I've been doing, excuse me, I've been doing my um, Wednesday night form religiously to have all the markets created before before the odds come out on a Thursday now for probably five or six years. And that is the hardest mate i have done in all of that time beach. and to make things even worse um i might have mentioned this to you earlier i actually uh drove down to bumbury early yesterday morning to watch my horse the italian job in the first and um we were fairly confident to get the job done so after getting done by nearly 11 lengths the drive back home and getting done i also got done at uh, golf by my mate that morning and he took me for a, a few hundred bucks so uh it was an awfully long drive home to get stuck into an extremely difficult Pinjara card but 10 races, 10 winners. Let's find them,
0: eh? Yeah, I have to concur you. This is some of the hardest analysis I've ever had to try and sift through. Um, yeah, just markets, maps, differing form lines, yeah. strange distance, leaps, but we'll cover all that in uh, in the 1-1. Good meat for the uh, the chemists around here, actually, because I bought about seven packets of Nurofils.
1: <laughs> <so> they, <laughs> did, they did a bit of
0: business. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to, to uh, trying to find a few winners for the listeners. So... Um, it was a big perth cup day at ascot on saturday last saturday just gone Um, i was out there with some family and friends and it was a thoroughly enjoyable day on course beautiful weather the crowd was uh crowd was good there's a good vibe on course um and even after last the Hats off to Perth Racing. They were you uh, in the Mosh Pit Beach? Uh, yeah, not far away from yeah, the Mosh Pit. Yeah, not far. Okay. So there was, uh, I think it was Furnace you. Furness, good moves on you, actually. <laughs> Furnace and the Fundamentals I think they're called, or Fundamentals. Yeah, okay. They were playing after last, and they had Ascot rocking. So yeah, right. good on you, Perth Racing. That was uh, that was a good addition to to wrap up a, a pretty uh, pretty cool day out at Ascot on Saturday. But from a racing point of view, we, we saw a pretty sharp three-year-old in indian pacific run time and win the uh when it's thousand meter race it's unbeaten now in in two starts uh perfect jewel won a fairly intense running of the group three latrice classic for uh pike back on board did the trick and then we, we got to witness fabagino the powerful powerful gray mare. she just blew them away in the in the summer scorcher as as terry predicted last week it could be a panel job and that's exactly what she did oh, I didn't take Einstein to figure that one out I don't think she got yeah. to a nice price in the end really
1: I she mean did. retrospect every win is a nice price but um, yeah I think she traded at 250,
0: 260 late so pretty good shopping there and then that leads us to a rather dramatic edition of the Perth Cup <laughs> uh, Mississippi Delta team Williams William Pike Bob Peters they're just uh, they're just too good. And uh, and they delivered on the big stage once again. Team Williams, especially, just grand final trainers, just to like just to get this horse peaking on Perth Cup day. Uh, yeah, they're the best in the, they're the best in the business, and um, they get they get reward for effort because they're. They're good at what they do. 100% beige I
1: think what we'll do in regards to the Perth Cup, there's a staying race coming up later and I think maybe uh, we can uh, have a bit of a... There were some parallels we can draw between that staying race, maybe a staying race we saw yesterday at Bunbury. So let's let's hold any Perth Cup discussions till we get to that, hey Beej?
0: Okay, sure thing, Terry. I'm sure, um, yeah, the Perth Cup has been uh, <laughs> it's a been hot top topic yeah. on uh, Twitter and, and Facebook post Perth Cup and opinions were divided on some of the tactics but... Uh, uh, what I like is that people are still invested in the Perth Cup, and uh, they actually care enough to, uh, to 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 express their views and um, yeah and uh, it's yeah that's what's it's all part of the the great game thoroughbred horse racing isn't it Terry yeah, exactly so. right speaking of Team Williams um, Jay Rooney published an article on the West Australian during the week uh, that. Regal Power and Superstorm, uh, Peter's Investments runners, they will be nominated for the $5 million All-Star Mile to be run this year at Caulfield on March 14. Um, So they're gonna, the All-Star Mile is is obviously you get, you have to get voted into the race, Um, so I'm sure uh, West Australians will, will get behind them, similarly to the way they got behind Material Man last year's, last year's edition. So, I want to get behind Pikey
1: going over to Ride On. That, to me, that's the, the only aspect. I mean, I'm excited to see Regal Power and, to a lesser degree, Superstorm. I think he needs to prove himself before we start talking about him for an all-star mile. I think that's a little bit of madness. Um, Ambitious. But- I think it's, well, maybe it's not, it's probably a very good horse. I have yeah. no doubt. But um, yeah, I, I'd like to, you got to, you got to at least be placed in a group race before you're going to um, probably hop across for a $5 million job. But let's get pie here across. That's yeah. what
0: I want. Well, I, I'm actually really, really happy and pleased for Grant and Alan Williams. It looks like they're going to be taking these horses, uh, these Cerise and White horses across uh, the Nullarbor to, uh, to have a crack this autumn. Uh, in the past, Bob has, um, Bob Peters has tended to send his horses to established eastern seaboard trainers. Obviously, they had the Chris Waller experiment uh, in 2019, which didn't necessarily play out as uh, as everyone had hoped, uh, which is probably fair to say. So this year, this time around, Bob is uh, is is putting some faith in um, in Team Williams to go that. across and and fly the flag on behalf of everyone over here on in Western Australia. So uh, good luck to good luck to them, and um, and obviously. You know uh, this recent white team are all conquering and i'm sure that they will equip themselves well on the big stage now we've got a event perth our first podcast event coming up on Friday night, Terry.
1: Yes, we do. The uh, The Perth Pub Tour is hosting uh, the 1-1 One One podcast, which uh, quite a few of you have already bought tickets for. Uh, we still have plenty available. It's on tomorrow night. When do we publish this tonight? Yes, it'll be tomorrow night, the 10th uh, of January. It's basically, it's going to be a very relaxed evening for anyone concerned that it's going to involve anything too hectic. We're going to head to three bars. Uh, you get a drink uh, of your choice at all those venues as a healthy amount of canopies, a few pork <laughs> belly bites, I've actually ordered them myself earlier, um, at the first venue, and we can always order a little bit more as required throughout the night, but it's uh, it's a great opportunity to, to catch up uh, with various people in the industry, have a chat about horse racing, try to sell a few shares, uh, throw around a few tips, uh, just, just general networking. Um, I'm really excited about meeting quite a few of our listeners and people I've spoke to on Twitter or read their tweets um, or, or heard of or whatnot, so... Um, Tickets are still available online, uh, but if you did make a late decision to come, um, you can pay us on, the night in cash, and uh, we're running it. The business is running it for cost, so there's no profit or anything being made for the business. It's just uh, a way of keeping it somewhat formal
0: for a very informal night. BJ. So if someone wants to to chime in late, they can meet us at the yes. bar, other uh, the, the oh, grand sorry. bar and
1: bistro. Yes, the grand bar and bistro on St George's Terrace. Uh, we'll be there. I'll probably be there for six o'clock. It officially will, we'll start at around six thirty. But uh, if you want to get there a little bit earlier, I will be there. Um, you are welcome just to turn up preferably buy a ticket online so I can cater for food a little bit uh, better. But uh, you are welcome to turn up if you make a late decision. So I'm expecting to see all you uh, Twitter people there, the ones that haven't bought tickets yet. I know who you are, so uh, grab yourself a ticket. And uh, Betfair are giving away a stack. I should mention Betfair, shouldn't Mm. I? Giving away a stack of merchandise on the night as well, about a 1000 bucks worth. So definitely worth getting along, and we'll have a uh, pub tour mastermind. AJ.
0: Thanks, Terry. Yes, speaking of the mastermind, we have the uh, we have to thank and acknowledge our sponsors. Firstly, the Mundaring Hotel, uh, heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. Go see the publican Ian O'Connor uh, for a feed, flutter, and some froffies. The Mundaring Hotel, of course, uh, the sponsor of our WA Racing Mastermind competition. Last week, uh, we had three people get all four. Uh, th- three listeners rather get all four questions correct uh, but there can only be one mastermind and uh, last week's episode the winner was josh fuchs big from- horse from kalgoorlie yeah he's the big horse that's what he likes to be uh, known as
1: actually so okay. uh, i do know uh, i know do and do know josh he's been pretty close in weeks gone by hasn't he been yeah, he's had a
0: couple of been beaten in a few photo finishes yeah. josh so he's gonna have to it's got a bit of a gonna- Bit of a drive from Kalgoorlie to Mundaring, but no doubt the big horse. Will, uh, uh, yeah, the
1: big horse will make it out there. There's no there's no H in horse, it's just big horse, horse, by the way. Yeah. Fair
0: enough. Yeah, so he thinks he's a born loser, so now he uh now he's a born winner, basically. Well he's a mastermind now. Yeah, he's a mastermind, exactly right. Joins a uh, an elite club. He sure does. So uh thanks to everyone for for entering the mastermind competition, thanks to the Mundaring Hotel. We'll read out this week's quiz questions, which will have a bit of a Mandra Cup Fitzpatrick plate Feel to it uh, they'll be read out after we finished the preview for of race 4 uh, on Saturday's card so we'd like to acknowledge Market City meets our sponsor uh, go see Timmy Hewitt at Market City meets Canningvale markets Bannister Road uh, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth um, tell Timmy that you're a 1-1 one, one listener and no doubt he'll take good care of you so Market City Meat sponsored the very popular Get Out Stakes competition. Last week's winner was Julie Ryan, who selected Speeding Comet to win by 0.2 lengths, only a whisker away from the 0.18 length official margin. Julie was the only person to uh, find Speeding Comet on top. Terry? Oh, no.
1: You deserve more than a $100 meat pack, to be honest. If you're jagging a $50 pop and you're getting uh, basically the margin right on... um, yeah, bravo. That's
0: all I'll say is bravo. And uh, for full transparency, I'll just let all the listeners know that Julie Ryan is in fact my mother.
1: This award's staying in the family a little bit, isn't it? Babe? It
0: sure is. It's, it's getting a it's getting a little bit little bit off putting, but uh, it's all public beforehand,
1: so it's it definitely not uh, it's beforehand. not rigged. And it was her first ever tweet, I believe, as well, which is a tremendous story.
0: Uh, a passing comment in the morning uh, led to her signing up to Twitter last Saturday and uh, her first tweet she nailed the get out stakes winner um, so congrats mum well done and um, the competition uh, this week will be if you win it this week well done because we've got a huge field to face the starter in race 10 at pinjara on Saturday so just a reminder stay tuned after the preview for our horses to follow top-notch trailers and whatever happened two segments and uh, and also the uh, the big Fitzpatrick plate meeting at albany Mm. is on this sunday hundred favorites hundred thousand dollar fitzpatrick plate and uh also we have a top-notch trialer and whatever happened to in free trade who will be uh very well fancied in uh, in sunday's feature race so um yeah, so the, uh, there's a good weekend of racing coming up. 19 races across oh, two days. Yeah, that's
1: a it's a few races, isn't it? Got to make up for the Mount Barker meet, which was uh, abandoned that's last right. week. Which yeah. we don't want to discuss. But um, actually, now you bring it up, Beach. What did you think about uh, a horse race? Uh, I'll get through this very quickly. A horse race um, being changed from 1,200 to 1,100. Um, an hour before jump, yes, it ended up being abandoned. But you've got to be kidding, don't you? Like I, I'm, I'm thinking, yes, from a punter's point of view. I, and I, I personally, had hopped into a horse, Aaron Boy, who over 1100, I wouldn't have backed with your money, Beach. Mm-hmm. Over 1200, it, it, to me, it looked a good thing in that race. And they're telling me once I'm on, they're going to shorten the race by a hundred meters. Nah, I'm sorry, you can, you can't do that. That's that's not okay. That's just shafting punters.
0: So, yeah, I, th- I think they. This, from an industry participant's point of view, they'd be looking at it thinking, okay, well, at least we're giving these horses an opportunity to race and, and the club an yeah. opportunity to hold a race. But I'm with you, Terry. I, yep. think, I think if that's what... We have to do, especially with pre-post betting and and the integrity of wagering being, um, I don't know, one of the the major pillar of the of the racing industry. I, I just don't know if that can happen. So
1: no, nah, not okay in my book, B. You know, it's pretty it's pretty hard to upset me. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, onto the card.
0: All right, it's time we uh, we dove in to the Mandra Cup Day. Pinjara 10 races, the preview. Now, it's going to be a warm one, Terry. Uh, 34, 35 degrees, bit of wind around. What are easterly. you thinking? What are you thinking about a, uh, a pattern?
1: I'm really interested in this pattern. I didn't uh, actually start recording wind data until the last sort of six months. So I don't actually have any data how an easterly affects uh, the Pinjarra track, which is quite disappointing. But really, really uh, interested in the Pinjarra track. Last season, they went three meter. This is the first four meets of the season. Three meter, three meter, five meter, five meter. True was today, right? Mm -hmm. This year, they've gone three, three, five, five. True again. We're going to get a really hot day. This day last year, Mandra Cup day last year, you could not make ground. Mm. You could, I'm talking it was the 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 most leader bias day of all time. The only horse that made ground was, I think, Pikey might have won the last. Sally's ten, ten uh Sally's Row it yeah. was, yeah. yeah. When 10 horses tried to lead, mm. and that's the only way you could make ground. To just put it in some type of uh, perspective, Wrinkley set a track record um, with Katie Witten on board, sitting outside of Vital Silver. Didn't even lead, <laughs> sat outside of Vital Silver. This was a crazy fair scenario won that day by three it's just it was a madness day in regards to that so i have a lot of concerns going into the day that we might see something similar um so i would be unless you're backing a horse on speed i would be somewhat circumspect with your staking and perhaps until we can establish a pattern on the day but you have to suspect we might see something pretty similar first go at the true very similar patterns
0: hot day pinjaro is usually sort of on speed um, the majority of the time. You're safer to allow for, definitely, especially
1: on a hot day, you're safer yeah. to allow for, it's difficult to make ground unless it really doesn't look like it suits, um, well, maybe there's weak pace horses or there's too much pace or whatnot. But yeah, you're a brave man hopping into a back marker at uh, Pinjaro, that's all I know. Sure, okay. All right, that was a good, good summation, Terry. Thanks, so, um, I appreciate it. Always like a pat on the back. <laughs> so, are we ready to begin? I need a pat on the back after Bunbury yesterday. Jeez, that was a long old day. Uh, I am ready to go. Let's let's do it. I want to forget about Bunbury and start thinking about Pinjara.
0: All oh, let's do it. Race one for the two-year-olds: the Country Comfort Perth Plate over twelve hundred metres. I think this is the first twelve hundred for the babies uh, this season, Terry. Mm. Um, so, would you like me to take the take the reins on this one? You can take the entirety of the reins. I have uh, absolutely no interest in this one, badge. Mm. So we've got three horses with with race experience. The rest, uh, the remaining six are all first starters. I found it hard to look past uh, David Harrison's Chicks Chatter, uh, unbeaten in two barrier trials. Sort of had a bit of a stargaze when it won its first 400-meter trial, and then the Blinkers went on at its second trial over 950 meters and and looked very much uh, switched on, showed good gait speed at both at both heats um so i think from barrier four the blinkers on on debut chicks chatter can make its way forward either to lead or at least land outside leader from what i've seen in trials i think this horse has the majority of these uh covered david harrison obviously won last week's two odd race with Gemma's son uh, also so he's got these his uh, his team up and running uh in the first part of uh, 2020 so i'm um, I've got a strong leaning towards Chicks Chatter. Precautionary is another first starter whose trials have been very sharp. Um, it's, um, I think it's entitled to be uh, very well found in the market, which I think it has been. And uh, the other first starter that will have admirers as well is a horse called La Farola from the in very much informed Michael Lane stable, another double at uh, Bunbury yesterday this uh deep field Philly was a $90,000 yearling looked looked the part at trials so i imagine it's going to is going to make its presence felt on debut the only other runner i'd like to mention who i think could improve is the, is the uh, is Winslet, number 7 with the blinkers on wouldn't be surprised to see an improved performance from this lulugiani trained Philly. but wrapping up to me i think this is chick's chatters race and uh, i've got i've got him on top They've done any markets? So I actually didn't mark this
1: race or watch any trial, so I'm not even going to talk about it. But uh, four I had, bucks.
0: I would Chicks Chatter 350.
1: Well, oh, there you go. It's above your price, so you can uh, maybe uh, start the day with that one. But uh, always difficult with the unraced two-year-olds, isn't it, especially traveling down to... Especially 1,200. It's, it's, yeah.
0: it's interesting how much 100 meters or 200 meters makes such a difference 100%, to, to these yeah. two-year-olds and, 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 uh, and the way they're ridden as well. 100%. So uh, Chicks Chatter. That's
1: the way we'll go. all right race two it doesn't get a great deal more exciting here Beach we've got the uh, another one of these thirty thousand dollar maidens which um, whoever wins it is uh, has been gifted a nice bumper maiden pay day speed map wise here um, what did you what did you have going forward and leading because I found this to be a difficult like most of the upcoming races, a difficult speed map to really uh, to, to analyze.
0: I had neat action and Rue pushing forward from uh, I guess you'd say higher draws. Yep, and I would imagine that they're the two that are going to uh, push forward and take up the running. One of those two. Uh, are we so. going to see
1: some aggression on Mexicola? Yeah, who we actually saw- got out the gates for once. Yeah, I like, its, uh,
0: I like that. I like to see. I liked its you gate do speed like when they get
1: out the gates, don't you? Beach? Well, this horse
0: is a bit a bit sluggish. He has been in the past, so it was good to see them actually bounce him out and put him in a spot. Uh, he'll he'll go forward. I don't necessarily think he'll lead though. I think they'll cross him.
1: They've got the option from the gate, don't they? Where yeah. they uh, where they land up in that sense. It's interesting we need action. I, I think that's the way I'm probably... Uh, well, I've narrowed it down to two personally with Need Action and I Hope You Dance, but I, I really do have the track pattern in mind. Mm. Um, I can see Steve just about finding the rail here if he crosses Mexicola with Rue probably parking on his outside. His last couple of efforts um, behind Bafunja, obviously that looks good. Mm. His most recent efforts uh, behind Casino or Goku ran second, so that's a pretty good form line for a race like this. It's not a superstar, but the stable's flying, aren't they?
0: Going good, yep. Yep. Very yeah. Very good.
1: So I, I'm probably, I don't know. Probably and,
0: and, and I think all three boys rode a winner at Ascot last yes. Saturday. So the yeah, Parnham. Darren Darren didn't miss that on the call either, <laughs> did he? He was fully aware that. Uh, Parnams are uh, dominating. Yeah, they certainly
1: are. Uh, I hope your dance it comes out of a pretty weak maiden form line. But uh, Brett Pope, something I want to discuss. Brett Pope at Pinjarra, mm. his horses, obviously he trains there. It's amazing how uh, how good a record. We're going to get to some horses later like um, Danny George, Lucky Linda, Lulu. And there's going to be a stack more, which we'll discuss. But just have a look at their records at Pinjarra, um compared to any other racetrack. And it's quite incredible. So um, I would probably have I Hope You Dance on top. Bit concerned from two that he might end up three pairs back and Need Action gets a skip. But probably got to have uh, I Hope You Dance just on top from Need Action. They're both about, at the moment, fours and sixes. Um... Probably not really a bet there. That's probably a mm. bit thin. But uh, look, for any desperados like myself out there, uh, we might find a reason to have a punt. You are uh, any different to me?
0: Well, just for the listeners, it's just before noon on on Thursday. Oh, we don't have any odds, do we? On Thursday, uh, we have we have the local agencies got. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope you dance at three fifty, which is below my price. I I had. I hope you dance. Three seventy-five. What do you? What do you have, Terry? I three forty. Yep. Last time I looked, it was four bucks. So it's obviously shortened in the meantime.
1: Uh, Yeah. No. I I had it three dollars forty. They weren't markets the whole way through their markets, which I wasn't uh, super confident with. So this morning, I hope you dance has been. And again, it doesn't take a huge amount to move Mm. these markets. fours to three fifty. And need action eight fifty to six. So. The prices have probably been taken. If you can get something closer to those, uh, I've marked a need action about five twenty. Mm-hmm. So if you can get something north of, of those two, I'd probably be having a look. But um, yeah, a difficult race. Really happy taking on Magic Empire though, Beach the uh, the perennial bridesmaid. He looked home the other day, didn't he, Magic oh, Empire? And I think that was going. To, I reckon that'll turn into a weak form um, reference as well. Against Geez, you have had, the, you had that race day. shot to bits. Wanted to ask you, Bernard, before we move on. Why is CJP getting all the rides for Pikey uh, for the Durant stable. Pike hasn't got a ride here. Um, I noticed it yesterday. I know he was late, but he took the ride on Money Matters. Mm-hmm. He took the ride on, there was a stack of them. Why isn't Pike riding?
0: Well, I'm imagining that CJP is doing a lot, a lot of yeah. work yeah. at home. He's riding, I imagine he's he's uh, on the Durant uh, property, the training facility they have um, down in Karnap, Uh probably there every day doing the hard yards. He was apprenticed to Adam Durant back in the day. So he, um, he has a strong connection there. He's been riding a lot of trials as well. I noticed that he's even leapfrogged uh, Jade McNaught as yeah. the stable's sort mm-hmm. of uh, go-to rider. He wouldn't
1: have impressed too many in the first yesterday when he was um, late to the track. So Brad Parnham mm-hmm. took the ride and he would have been less impressed when Money Matters won by nine lengths. So <laughs> that's not one you want to be uh, watching on your phone on the way to the track going, ah, bugger, I was meant to be there uh, on
0: top of that horse. Um, But yeah, I I would just imagine that uh, that, that's just a reward for for effort on CJP's behalf. Um, I'm with you with I Hope You Dance. Probably should have really won the other day. Just got sort of held up uh, at a crucial stage. Launched late. Missed from two. Doesn't have to get as far back. It's going to get a soft run. If the gaps appear, I think I Hope You Dance will be strongest late. Mexicola is always a horse that's always appeared to have uh, a bit of promise, a bit of scope um big horse slow maturing type uh see how he goes but he, he always attracts um attracts uh, support. market support yeah. and yeah expect I'll, that to happen again yeah. but for me uh brett pope has um a big team engaged on this uh, standalone pinjar program and I hope you dance looks one of his genuine winning chances on the day. So I'm, I'm going to start you. a tally of how many Pope, popey horses we tip for the
1: day, mate. So we're, out of, we're up, up to one. So, uh, <laughs> let's, let's see how many we can get to. One from one. All right, race three: the quick and clean car wash. My car needs a, a very good wash at the moment, so I wanted to, <clears> want to hop via the uh, quick and clean uh, a bit later on. Uh, handicap fourteen hundred meters. This is just a, a midweek race plopped on to the card. I found it really difficult, Beige, lining up the form lines here. Um, Read the Rider comes out of the best races, but steps up to 1400. Kelly's Jam is first up for 542 days. Fire Sale comes out of a couple of pretty average class ones, but geez probably was something beaten a couple of times mm-hmm. there and i don't think too many people would have missed that uh, perceptive missed one last start over there franked that form um, star oreos two wins while getting the cutaway down in albany there was something about both of those victories that said this horse is going really nicely uh, advocator didn't have much luck last start drawn weighted. in my book leads this i'm interested to hear what you have Matt wise because i'm i'm not sold on that um so yeah they're, they're the main horses i'm working around but i just found it so difficult to correlate that form beach
0: tricky race for sure um from a le- f- from a map point of view even though this horse hasn't led in its two trials i wouldn't be surprised if Boy Hill bounces flirty fly yeah, okay. straight to the front yeah
1: that's the stable motus operandi isn't it yeah
0: yeah uh, Loves love i think it's one did that- i pronounce that correctly Modus operandi. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, okay. Okay, cool. um, Floaty for eyes has won all three races at Pinjarra. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's um, it hasn't. Yeah, in its trial has been ridden a bit quieter. But um, yeah, I, I think first up. Boy Hill, he got them yesterday on OBH, straight to the front at Bunbury, got the cash... I re- didn't,
1: didn't realise it was called OBH. I was calling it Obey. <laughs>
0: and then <laughs> he went and read, yeah, I know. And I
1: thought, I was just like a new age... Yeah, anyway, continue.
0: Uh, so, yeah, I, I think uh, Boy Hill will uh, will be looking to lead on flirty friars, yeah, which will then give uh, Advocate a, a very nice uh, sort of smother yep. in the box seat. Um, for me, though, I reckon... Here we go, Brett Pope. Yeah, ding ding. Yeah, fire sale. I'm with you. I, I think this is its race. First up, you're going to
1: can hold the back of Flirty Fries. Or are we talking three back the fence and turn and eating a bit of luck?
0: Uh potentially yes. Damn. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think it'll either he'll be following Advocator in the run. Yep.
1: Yeah. No, I think I think that's probably, Which probably pretty not a bad
0: awkward. horse to be to be following. Um, yeah,
1: with the, with the low weight. I mean, fire sale. Its first start run for those that haven't seen it. Uh, Beau sat, um, Bo Headwood sat um, deep from a sort of awkward gate, and she probably looked like she was going to win the race yeah, that day. Like Missed strode badly, um, and and still sort of once um, once she got uh, him settled she he actually found the line pretty well okay again. And then um, yeah, the the last start ended up um, in a lot of. Track and never really got a clear crack at him the final hundred when uh, when he did get out he really he looks like he had a lot of um well Bo looked like she had a lot of horse under her so uh, i think it's a horse that has been traditionally well backed by the stable as well Mm. um probably without much luck racing down the straight a lot which maybe wasn't its go so um a lot of upside there and i suspect um he'll be pretty well supported Bage.
0: Yeah, I, I was thinking around the 375 mark. Uh, looks like he's currently 350 on the on the local um, agency. Yep. Uh, maybe my price was a bit off. Yeah, I'm pretty keen actually. Fire, fire yep. sale. Third up um, has a good 400 meter pinjar, 400 meter profile. Just needs that just needs that luck obviously from from gate one and and, and galloping room and, and clear running so if that all falls into place i think it's going to be really hard to hold out like you I've, I've star oreo is flying in albany she's going to be coiled up barrier four getting a nice smother the pat if she's a bit slow away the pattern could be against her or the predicted pattern anyway but um 53 and a half kilos uh, coming off two very strong Albany wins, has to be a major player. I think she'll settle a bit closer because she's drawn wide at those two Albany
1: runs mm. and, and Kirby's been forced to go back. So um, yep. she's definitely got the um, opportunity with the better gate to settle closer.
0: Yeah, and I think if, if Kelly's... if. Kelly's gems last trial was pretty bloody strong, but if if Adam uh, Durant is able to get her to win first up uh, five hundred and forty-two days, yep. then uh, that's a round of applause. This is from my me.
1: Um, bread and butter horse at two dollars fifty. I love to take on. I love when these horses go up two dollars fifty because I yeah, it just takes such. I'm not saying it can't win, but yep. it just takes such a good training performance to get a horse to win first up for
0: the best part of. Um, yeah, and hat, hats off if if he can. Yeah, he can do it for exactly sure. Right. Hats off and money out. But yeah, I know. reckon Fire You know, on. On a day where I'm lacking confidence just about every race, Firesail is almost one of my better players of the day. You
1: know where the value is here, Beach? And I can tell you now the odds have just gone up across the board, so we can now talk about uh, all of the odds in general. And while you're getting those up, I'll discuss this one. The, the value runner for me, it's been racing in um, it's been racing in the best company of this lot. Only 1.8 off one short last start. Roy mm. uh, Wodgers got a big win with Zatorio the other day when Jared Noski went on. Big win. I think it was a big <laughs> win. Yeah, that was a ride though, wasn't it as well? Oh, well, things uh, opened up for yeah, that, him. But, that um, horse was um, breathing fire on Sunday. Yeah. It's- Oh, ser- it certainly was. I I was nowhere near it either. Um, but Read the Ride Act is way over the odds at the moment. Round about the, oh, it's gone up $13 um, with a few of the agencies I'm looking at here. For a horse that's been racing, um, I mean, it, I go back four starts to the championship. Uh, sorry, three starts. Or even four starts at championship heat down in Albany. That was a huge effort when wide with Jordan Turner on. Effort at Ascot behind Mr. Genoa was also huge, carrying the 60 kilos. This is a really weak race. We've got to remember horses like Advocator and Fire Sale, they're class ones. Um, they aren't necessarily uh top liners here. So read the Ryodac's been to pinjara once, has won once, and I think boy's got his stable going. So current prices where you're talking $3.50 to $13 to one. Um we're mm. we still talking $3.80 fire sale to $13 to $1. I well, I'd probably have fire sale on Top Gun to head. There is no doubt the value 100% is with Read the right Act. So I'm going to go that way, Beej, and it's read the right Act. Any me. any 1400 meter doubts at all? Terrarium? Yes, that is my that is my concern. Good question, Beej. Actually, I was wondering if you'd ask. That has been over the 1500 once, um, and couldn't run down, grinding hard. Yes,
0: that's right. At Albany, which yeah.
1: yes, which concerns me definitely. Um, I think
0: I think it's going to log one one.
1: One, one. I think so. Mm. I think so too. Um, I think at least, uh, at worst, two back. Don't want to be too far from, as I've said, but I'm, again, talking purely from a value point of view. What what did you market? Uh, Read the right Act. I had ten dollars. Oh right. Okay. We're a bit I had at four dollars eighty. Yep. So I, in saying that my What price were, did
0: you have Kelly's Gem though? I think that's uh, yeah. probably, probably Kelly got reverse price. Kelly's prices, gem yeah. probably triple figures.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I had Kelly's Gem at uh five fifty. Okay. So what'd you have Kelly's Gem? Five dollars, yeah. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. there you go. No, I ended up I ended up shifting Ab- Advocator out a bit the door. I wasn't yeah, it was it was a difficult race to mark, um, long story short. Weren't they but, all?
0: Yeah. Value mm-hmm. read the right act, gun to head fire sale page good all right moving on race four the belt select handicap 1500 meters for the three-year-olds terry do you have any any strong leanings uh in this uh in this three-year-old race well what did you find the most
1: interesting aspect about this race, like what was the the, the, the key point um, about this race to me? It was the fact it's over 1500 meters. So we're seeing, um, guard 1200 to 15, we're seeing Snippy Miss 1100 to 15, we're seeing Al Mahalo debuting at 1500. Um, you get my point. There's mm. a basically the 1500 is the key. We saw a horse called Queen of Soul um go around for the Simon Milliard uh, when was that a week or two ago. Uh, when it was 1200 to 1500 and I was a big knocker of that cause mm-hmm. I'm just a, yeah, a lot of those horses will step up and they'll get the job done. But it's, to me, it's a very odd move to, especially a young horse, it's a little bit inexperienced to, um, to ask it to step up so quickly in journey, especially horses that are performing well, like Sniffy, Miss and Solvegard. So an interesting watch um, on those type of horses. But I, I really liked the way that no apology hit the line last start. Um, And that was over the 1400. So to me, no apology looks like it's building to this race uh, has built. Sorry. has built to this race um, with a more solid platform than a horse like snippy miss who's who's 11 to to 1500. So my initial thought was no apology. I'm not um, jumping out of my skin to be on with the 60 kilos, but I think he can probably hold the back of the leader. If not probably in a similar spot to where we spoke about fire sale being um, to back the fence, but I'm not a... Uh, Leader being... Uh, oh, good question. Good question, uh, Beach. Very good question. Got a motor will definitely be going forward. It's just whether anything else wants to take him on. Um, Snippy Miss will have the speed to hold it, but I'd imagine being 11 to 1500 that you'd probably want to take a sit. Mm. Um, but got a motor probably. What did you have on top? I thought that censure. Yep. Might find the front. Thought process was its best runs have been when taking a sit and coming at them. Um, but it's not really the stable's motus operandi to, uh, <laughs> to ride them cold. So, yeah, no, you could be right. As we uh, saw at um, Bunbury... Yesterday, yeah, we did. We Bolshoi did. gal, old showy gal, and, and Ginger Matt got into a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a war, didn't they? they? Sure did. Yeah, Pikey once again smoking the pipe out the back and uh, got the job done, but no, I'm um I'm not super keen here. Looking at the prices, Bajan, and as you know, I'm a very big price player. Mm. While guard is one I'm I'm not overly excited about. I've marked him eight nine to one. You can get the best part of twenty to one about guard So he's he's three wins. Um, have been at Mount Barker, Pinjarra, Albany in pretty weak races, mm. uh, to be frank. But all three wins have been with a young apprentice called Lacta Ramolion. Lacta hasn't ridden too many winners. And to win, uh, he's not a jockey. I'd be too enthused about probably having on a sit and sprint horse. So to win three with him on it, taking a sit and getting past him, I think his horse might have a bit of ability. Um, I know Martin Helen has a pretty good uh, opinion of her. Um, and Chrissy Graham goes on, I, I didn't see a total necessity a need to uh to claim here but Chrissy Graham goes on he'll jag um he'll jag her out of the race I just think 20 bucks is the wrong price yeah. I think I think she should be more like uh high Le- single figures $11
0: sort of guard me yeah. market. okay yeah.
1: so that that's why but no apology around the $4 mark uh I have marked him $3.10 beach and that's um yeah an easy decision to have something small on there But uh which way
0: are you leaning I'm with you I like no apology the uh the the first up 1200 meter run oh, in, in, in the in the laver rod boomtastic race like that's that's really strong form then he then he's built on that second up last saturday 1400 meters covered ground from gate 16 and uh still managed to run the I think it was the third fastest um last 200 meters of the day or mm-hmm. something something like that um so he he really got motoring late um Comes back against his own age group. Quick backup should get the right run from from gate one. Third up, like you said, he's got the right he's got the right platform for this trip. Or my, this is his race my worry is if you watch his racing pattern he send, seems to need a bit of room
1: to wind up and he mm. doesn't like even last start he got wide but his best uh, his, his final 100 was his best 100 he yeah. really needs to warm in so barrier one may end up being a little bit of a negative for him but this is really weak mm. this is a really weak race horses 6 to 10 down they simply can't win the race got a motor is coming out of a pretty weak old maiden um, very slow race too, very yeah. slow race we got to dominate it from the top mm. um so I've got, and Snippy Miss, as I said, the big step ups in class. Well, Call again, uh, only won a maiden, um, two back. So this this is really really weak race for a seventy thousand dollars race. So I just think he should get all the
0: favours. Yeah, yeah. No apology on top for me. My price wasn't it, his. His current odds are a bit below my my price that I had. Uh, which does which I don't know. I don't know whether I've necessarily. Um, I'm a bit off, bit off with my pricing in this race, but I, I I found myself making cases for some for some horses like Call Again. It's got Tycoon Storm form. It was pretty good. Got a motor. going to be outside leader again, probably. Mm-hmm. Sort of guards on its last three. Snippy Miss is going to just probably going to start favourite isn't she really um, I think no apology will start I, okay. I, surely no apology starts favourite Just p- punters will say that a horse is
1: 11 up to 15 That's I know we trust Adam Durant and we saw him drop Money Matters down I, I doubted that heavily yesterday the yep. the distance drop but um, yeah I, I'd be surprised if, if no apology doesn't jump favourite
0: yeah and I suppose you, the two lightly weighted fillies down the bottom is a Bombshell and Pam Bella like their best form stacks up as well so not a bad little race but for me I think this is This is the day for no apology. I did flag a horse called El Mahalo out of the trials. uh, So keep an eye on this horse. Debut fifteen hundred meters looks looks a bit of a stretch, but uh, keep an eye on this horse as he as he progresses through his campaign. Um, but no apology for me.
1: All right, no apology for me too, Beach. Uh, the Sandbar Scarborough Beach handicap. I once had a full fish from this yard. Uh, the Sandbar, the bamboo wrapped around it cooks lovely. It was really nice actually. They're not one of our sponsors, so don't rush there. But uh, I thoroughly, uh, I'm thoroughly interested to hear your thoughts on this race, Beach. Uh, not to be missed. 1400 to 2000 meters, 60 kilos, wide gate. I'm really interested that not to be missed isn't in. I'm going to pose you a question here, isn't into the, the Mandra Cup? The mm. Mandra Cup is a 78 or 80 plus. Yeah. This is an 80 rated horse. That's a 1400 meter race. To me, it just looked the obvious assignment. I'm not saying this is occurring, Beige, but I'm going to ask you. We saw not to be missed scratch from a race with Midnight Sky a week or two ago. Mm. Um, do you think that Bob's had a say in, uh, no, leave that out of there and Midnight skies going and park riding Midnight Sky. Do you think something of that nature could have occurred here, Beach Because that's been one of my thoughts. Obviously we hope it hasn't, but do you think something of that nature?
0: I'm not, Um, this is a genuine head scratcher, Terry. Mm-hmm. Like it just seems such a strange race for, for not to be missed it, it doesn't really match up um, for what what he's been. So, so this this prep, what's it been? 12, 14, 14, 14, 14. Um, yeah. Steps up off 21 days, 60 kilos, up to first crack at 2,000 metres. I haven't marked him favourite. Really? No, I
1: haven't marked him favourite. No, you have to, the, the conditions of the race. I mean, first of all, where you got him is, is he going to go back on a slow speed? Is he going to make an early move? He'll be going back. Yeah, he. Well, yeah, up to the two thousand. He'll be going back. But I mean, yeah, there's question marks on so many aspects of this. I mean, but, you got you got two
0: horses dropping out of a Perth Cup. Yeah, but to answer your question, I'm 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 not sure. So, so the for, in regards to not doing this, why it's not in the Mandra Cup, I would have thought that was it's a more suitable assignment so for too. him yeah. I would have thought so I reckon, uh, reckon Durant's
1: been instructed to, to leave that one out of the uh, the Mandrake Cup anyway looking at this staying race this is probably as an intriguing a race as we get all day long um, we've just discussed not to be missed then we have the two horses dropping out of the Perth Cup mm. British British B one of your favourites yep. Dark Musket one of my favourites very stiff, um, Dark Musket. Oh, I'm looking forward to talking here about Dark Musket. I, I never thought the day would come where I could have something on again, but this is a, this is a day mm. we're going to get close to it. Uh, the two Brett Pope runners, we've mentioned Brett, haven't we? Once or twice. Uh, the two Brett Pope runners, Rivalry Galore and uh, Aconite. Turner is on Rivalry Galore. That's probably be a pointer. I think that might be a pointer towards uh, who's the better stayer overall or the better horse overall. Akonite might be more forward in its prep than rivalry galore here. So that's an interesting watch. Iart uh, three from six at Pinjara chopped out at a really uh, integral moment in the Latrice. Was never gonna win that race, but Wad's gonna probably finish three or four lengths closer. So the eight length defeat uh, probably should read three or four and that's probably pretty integral uh, to note. Um, and then you've got the few down the bottom, which probably shouldn't be um, in the horse race, beach. What's your take on a very uh, a very
0: interesting staying event? I just had to go try and find something to beat, not yep. to be missed. You have to dollar one90 do don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking. I just said in my in my preview in the leg up released this morning that um, uh, Adam Grant's asking asking a lot of this rising star, but um, but again, like similar to Snippy, you know, similar to Kelly's gem and Snippy Miss, really. Like two of his other runners earlier in the day. If, if if he's good enough to to win, then you know that's just uh, that's just too good hats for off. me hats yeah. off yeah adam and um and their team uh but they're they're good enough to do it but um i'm i'm looking forward to taking not to be missed on i ended up with iArt. art yeah
1: okay yep. Yep. yeah yeah uh, I, I think um
0: it's first up run in the uh starstruck was was only beaten four and a half lengths behind Snow Chino. Then it went into, and that was a, a that would have given her a good good platform because that was a solid mile. Then um, last Saturday's Latrice over eighteen hundred was again a pretty fast race with snow chino breaking the land speed record yeah. <laughs> out in front um took
1: a long time for him to get there as i her sorry it took a long time for her to get there as well which um yeah that definitely made it even harder
0: yeah 14 lengths above benchmark to the 800 oh wasn't yeah so yeah, right. so that was this they were low flying in, in mm-hmm. the latrice so, so again and and maybe the fact that it, it got chopped out and um and was given an easy time of it late will allow her to be uh, well recovered on the quick seven-day turnaround, stepping up to 2,000 metres, goes good at the track, as Terry mentioned, three Absolutely. wins from six starts. I suspect that they might even look to be positive Yeah. Uh, in a race that doesn't really have a lot of speed. For me, I think from a staying point of view, right camp, Lindsay Smith, Jared Noski, a uh, very strong uh, rider. I reckon I Art, who I priced at $10, I reckon this is uh, this is a really good option. Uh, so eight dollars, I up me. It's currently ten dollars uh, on the corporates. I think this is a nice race what, for her. What did you have? Um, not to be missed. Two eighty five. Mm. Four bucks I had
1: uh, not to missed I actually had not to miss equal favorite with British Bessie really interesting race I just I said earlier we discussed the Perth Cup briefly and this is where I wanted just to, to correlate this speed map into what we saw in the Perth Cup so mm-hmm. I'm I'm just to give my two cents because everyone else has given their two cents I'm a firm believer in if you set a pace um, that allows a horse to circle the field and take you on, then you're just you're just asking for it to to some degree. If you get away with it, good on you, and you steal the race, good on you. I, I completely understand, but I mean, in 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 regards to the Perth Cup in particular, I mean, Kyros horse was pulling, um, started getting her out three wide. It was the only move to make, so I thought it was um, uh, I thought it was a very smart ride, to be honest, and a brave ride. And I think if Taxigano goes a little bit quicker, um, you don't have that opportunity. How much then- quicker? Uh, well, when creeper put the stats uh, up on Twitter the other day. And for, for that race, they went something like 21 links below benchmark or something to that point in time. Was that right? I can't remember. I haven't got the stats in front of me. Kripp put it up the other day and they were, they were crawling along. And in a Perth Cup, and in a race of that nature, you've got to expect something... To happen, I think. I mean, I think we flagged it on last week's podcast page. I think we. Flagged I think. I think it. some
0: people are pointing the blame squarely at, at you, Terry. Full. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Come for, at me. I love for, it for what happened last 100%. week. You, 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 uh, you predicted plays a well, uh, plays the game move from the twelve hundred and. Uh, she made her move from she almost did. exactly the 1,200 metre mark. No, no, so I, think, I, think I think she finished, made her a bit, bit earlier, actually. So. I
1: think she finished uh, a lot closer than she would have. Do you have think Kira, you was a back.
0: listener to the 1-1? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If so,
1: hello, We're Kira. Best I, thought, to I thought it was a lovely uh, lovely ride. <laughs> um, but I, I started laughing yesterday when I was down in um, Bunbury watching uh, the staying race, the maiden staying race down there. Mm. Obviously, slightly lower. Quality than the Perth Cup beach. Uh, but I was on Zara Merritt. Now Zara Merritt went out in front and Chloe Led at a nice tempo early on, but then really, you know, put the brakes on. Um, Pikey went from last, took her on. And I started laughing. And my mate I was with, who probably, uh, he was a bit angry by that stage because I'd tipped him five losers in a row. Um, he said, why are you laughing? This isn't good for us. And I said, because this is direct karma for my bets. Because uh, I'd backed the, the two favorites early on. Um, you backed Mississippi Delta. Uh, to yeah, win the cup Yeah, I took, <laughs> once I knew Regal Power was out, I took a little price. But uh, I said, this is direct karma. This is cooking us here. Again, I think the onus probably has to, to go on the jockeys to to if you if you want to control the tempo to, to make sure you set a pace which allows you to control the tempo. I don't I don't think it's advantaging uh, I don't think it's advantageous to your horse to necessarily um, go that slow. But I also understand with Taxigano it's not necessarily an out and out stayer and um, if he goes along at too quick a tempo, it probably doesn't help his horse, but the race isn't run just for one horse. That's the key thing to remember. So I have absolutely no issue with it. I loved it. We want to see more pace in races what this will do going forward as well and this isn't what we've looked at is the butterfly effect of other jockeys now going hang on i'm going to lead a who I, I want to lead on i don't want to receive pressure on i'm going to go a little bit quicker to make sure they don't take off and come at me if he went a little bit quicker i don't think she
0: makes the move i think I, I think it was premeditated like, i don't think
1: i watched i've watched it again i think she got caught out a little bit deep and the horse started fighting her and she made an instant decision and a great decision she's like well am i going to reef this back to last and fight it for the next few hundred meters or while it's reefing instantly don't fight it and get going. Mm. So it might have been. It might have been a premeditated decision. I'm mm. not. I'm not sure Because they were never going to um, go quick.
0: Let's be. Let's be honest. No, they never were. If it wasn't Kyra, there was no leader in the race. If so it wasn't that, Kyra, it would have been someone else. That's right. But I don't think they would have gone. They would have waited until they got into the back straight before any moves happen. Potentially, she, she's made a move on a bend, rolling forward. Um, you know, I think she I think she was three wide from the 1500, really. But-
1: what I liked about the move was how I mean, and I've, I've read some people who didn't like how quickly she gobbled them all up, but that shows how slowly they were going. She got them in a few strides. So, but why, the one thing why I couldn't
0: she get to the front though? Yeah, that's the
1: I was going to say the way if you're going to be critical, the one thing I would have done differently once she got to the outside, she sort of took a hold and then went again. Yeah i would have liked to have seen her just while she'd caught the napping get to the front and and keep going you don't have to go mad but just keep going don't don't roll up outside the leader 100 percent. so that that's probably the one um that's probably the one thing i would have liked to have seen done differently but no it's uh it gave us something to talk about otherwise we were going to get a perth cut which we would have looked back at benchmark
0: wise and and just gone wow that was um somewhat embarrassing oh look she um, she she made the race and also made the it was the Perth Cup was was trending on social media <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Saturday, and it, you know I was in several WhatsApp. It might be, it
1: might be back to a Group One uh, <laughs> just because of uh, just because of that
0: next year. Um, I was in several WhatsApp chats that were lit up discussing not only the race but Perth Cup Day and the future of of uh, of the day and the event, and uh, it certainly got people talking. My two cents worth. Obviously, I was Team Taxigano. Uh, that was well well established, and I put that on the, the podcast uh, last weekend, and I've sort of been pretty keen on him all the way through um the tactic uh i didn't mind it to be honest i I, i'm all for initiative in races the the only thing that i would have would have preferred and i think would have suited uh plays the game um better would have been um as you said i'd like to have seen her press on to keep rolling to lead and if she, once she couldn't get there instead of hanging half length in front of taxagano maybe just coming back and, and racing on taxagano's girth i think that probably would have been a, a better option in my personal opinion and um but you know when it, you know it's a split second decision and, and yeah. um and yeah look my thing is also like it was a hail mary 250 to one pop on betfair sp uh look you know, you could argue, and I'm sort of in, in the camp, that there was a rating 66 plus 2,200 metre race on the day. That was probably a better uh, option and um, from a programming point of view. and uh, But Michael, Michael Lane and Kira Yule have some credits in the bank. My last point on this, too, <laughs> is if that was – so we've spoken about sort of Barracky Beats, not to name names, right? We've spoken about Barracky Beats and copper, placement early on earlier on earlier, Copper Fury on earlier podcasts. Yep. If for argument's sake, plays the game had been trained by Joanne Leeson and written by Colin Haddon, would the, would the narrative of the tactics that were used on Saturday, would, would that have changed? Well, The narrative can be used in that one. So. Rinkley couldn't lead that race you
1: were talking about, the Carbine Club, because Barracky Beats went mad and took it on. It was crazy. Mm. Look at the race. Misty Metal ran second to Flirtini in the... Um,
0: Prince of Wales, I think Prince it was. Prince of Wales yeah. might have
1: been. Copper Fury's led that and started stopping on the field or the bend. It's no difference. Mm. It's it's no difference. And those horses shouldn't have been in. Place a Game has won a Pinjarra Cup. This was an extremely weak Perth Cup. As an owner, as a trainer, I would have wanted to go this way. Yes, it was a Hail Mary, but I don't think it was that far out of its depth compared to a lot of other placements we see and we don't see commentary on so if you've won over 2300 it's a horse that can mix its form a little bit as well so I didn't have an issue in that sense there's a lot um there's a lot of uh, others I think you'd bring up before it it's just because obviously it played a major part in how the race um ended up panning out so that, that's why the reason we're discussing it yeah for
0: sure and it's a great discussion good to see people passionate about West Australian horse racing and the Perth Cup, and the Perth Cup has a pulse, Terry. So let's see if we can we can get this. this, this thanks to this, Cora. This thanks Kara. Uh, get this uh, get this event back on track let's and do it. Um, let's let's do it. So. Let's do it.
1: All right. Uh, okay. Yeah. Finishing up on this race, we forgot the uh, Mastermind as well, Beach. But we'll do it after the after we finish here. Where uh, we're getting a bit. Uh, over the top here. Um, the reason I wanted to bring that up in correlation to this race is that I can see British Bessie parking right on him, and it should get all the favors, but I think you're gonna see probably high energy lead. Yes. Yep. yep. Then you've got his and hers and Mrs. Hartley. 46 and a 49 rate, or I haven't got it in front of you there. They're rated sub 50. They wouldn't win a maiden. Um,
0: Plays the game-type prices, Honestly,
1: they're going to... One of these or two of these, both of them, will try and probably roll forward in a race without much speed. And I'm concerned British Bessie's going to end up on the back of horses going backwards. This is going to be a funny run race. Mm. There is five or six different winners and... I don't really want to have a play here, to be honest, speech, but I want to watch it. I think it'll be a really... I want to have a bet because I do want to get not to be misbeaten, but, I mean, Dart must get the place, maybe. I think its winning days might be over. Mm. Uh, but it, If it's, it's going gonna to be- win one... If it was going to win one, if this was over 2,400, yep. I would be declaring Dart yeah, Musket. Yeah, it's yeah. a horse that needs every inch of a WA Cup, which is 3,200. Just so. give him the
0: WA Cup. Now. Yeah, just
1: exactly right. <laughs> but uh, do like your tip, Beach. Do like how you're thinking with iArt. I'm definitely in a similar wavelength and mm-hmm. uh, my early quaddy. I'll be taking on not to be missed and probably having Dart Musket, uh, iArt, Aconite, and British Bessie. They're the ones I'll be playing around, so but no real confidence
0: for a bet here, Bernard. Yeah, I feel like I'm I'm cheating on my girlfriend here. We're not selecting British Bessie, but yes. um, but yeah, I, I I don't know, like she's um she's brave and she was really good in the Perth Cup. Copped a bit of a copped a bit of a mixer late that spat her out the back, so probably could have finished a length length and a half closer. Same with Dark Musket. Mm, same with Dark Musket got a bit rough there late in the Perth mm. Cup last Saturday, but I think third up. Into its uh, building, into a prep. IR up. This is a race. It got even rougher in the post-race interviews, didn't sure it? it
1: Dark muskets. Uh, yeah, it was also very stiff, but uh, interesting race. We want to get not to be misbeaten, but I can't pinpoint what we're going to back at this stage. So, very good one to watch. I think really looking forward to seeing his and hers go around as well. So, that was sarcasm in case you
0: couldn't and uh, couldn't
1: tell. All right, let's get a wriggle on your age. Okay, <laughs> it's
0: it's WA Racing Mastermind time, Terry. Sponsored by the Mundaring Hotel. So um, we have four questions for you in this week's mastermind. Let's go. Question one. Who started favorite in last year's Mandra Cup? And where did they finish? Question two. Name the Karakata plate winner who started in nope. <laughs> who started in the 2018 Mandra Cup. Question three. This is a good one. Name the horse, jockey and trainer of the 2018 FitzPatrick Plate winner in Albany. And question 4, another FitzPatrick Plate question. Name the local horse that Lisa Staples rode to a popular victory in the 2016 FitzPatrick Plate. So four questions in the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind. Please send your and uh, entries in via direct message so that no one can pinch your answers, and the winner gets a hundred dollar voucher courtesy of the Mundaring Hotel.
1: Very good, Beech. Actually, back to the winner of uh, that uh, that one you're talking about with Lisa Staples on. I mentioned the horse's name, obviously. I'll be in trouble if we do that. But uh, yeah, no, that was a uh, yeah, that was a good win, wasn't it? Funny story that day. I was actually on the way to a wedding and we went to the wrong um, winery in the Swan River. <laughs> so we started walking in as they're coming back down the aisle and the groom yelled out at us, you uh, you dickheads, what are you doing? So it
0: wasn't too popular.
1: Anyway, race six, beasts. Let's get a wriggle on here. Race uh, six
0: is the Manduramale Handicap. Yes. Graduation, 1300 metres. Not a bad race. Do you reckon they'll crawl? No, they're going to be moving in this one Terry. Oh, that's for
1: sure. Bit of toe here, isn't there, Beach? Really interested speed map-wise. I don't know what the quickest horse is. Machino misled last start. Mm. Won't lead this. There'll be a few quicker coming across. Prevailing wind seems to need to muster and get into it. I don't know if it can sometimes lead this. Sometimes he bounces and sometimes so, yeah, he right, doesn't. You're right, actually. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know if it can lead this. Gates of Babylon um, is another I don't think can lead this, but... Last run was Jai Enormous when it was 7s to about 280, I think, Mm. from memory. Lace Zavinsky has Dan Morgan. And you're going to tell us a bit about Dan Morgan in a sec. Uh, I know very little, but you've done a little bit of research. From Barrier 10, and it's a very quick horse early. Weird ride by Carberry last start to take a hold once he got to the top. I I didn't understand that when you were down in distance. Anyway, Super territoria from 1, probably will be crossed. Mm. And then you have Triple Event from 12, who tends to only sort of do it one-ish way. So... Mm. A lot of speed, beach. But tell us about Dan Morgan.
0: Sure, yeah. Uh, Dan Morgan is uh, Northern Territory, Alice Springs-based apprentice, 26 years old. Uh, he is on trial on loan with Simon A. Miller in Ascot at the moment. Sounds like a soccer player. On yeah, he yeah. does actually. He's on, he's on <laughs> loan
1: with Leeds United.
0: Yeah. So he uh, he's had three trial rides since he's been in the West. Um, from a riding point of view, he's booted home 31 winners from 302 rides so far. These winners have been uh, mostly in Northern Territory and a few scattered in South Australia as well. This is his third season of riding. Uh, 23 winners have come at his home track, Alice Springs. So he's uh, he's having a look in, in Western Australia, claims three kilos obviously, but Simon A. Miller has set him a task. First ride in the state, Lace Vinsky from Barrier, tw- Barrier 10. Um good luck, Dan, and, and hopefully you can uh, make a bit of a splash in the West, mate. So all the best.
1: Yes, all the best. It's uh, yeah, it's a difficult ride, isn't it? There's a bit of toe underneath him. So I mean I, I think he won't uh he won't be doing much wrong if he just puts his foot down and tries yeah. to have a crack. Yeah. Uh but I'll get be very quick here. I'm not overly interested in much. The race looks set up for a horse like put a spell on you, but I'm not convinced it's that much of a horse. And and I think put a spell on you is a one batter potentially. Look, I wish Distant Trilogy was at Bunbury because it would pick itself. It's four efforts at Pinjara, It's ran well below market expectancy and that concerns me. So this is another wasn't race a, beach wasn't the
0: pinjero the other day I thought he went good.
1: Uh, yes besides that one yeah, yeah. actually you you're 100% spot on there, beach and uh, and he goes really well for Paul Harvey as well so um it's it's clearly the one um that I'm leaning to the, the, the pre uh, about 9 to 1 and mm. I've marked uh, I've marked him six He's three Ooh, prior yeah. efforts at um Pinjara were all well below market yep. uh, expectancy though. So that that was a, a really nice effort on a day that's uh, Machino missing twenty Pete Quinella at that race, and they both settled. Yeah, one it was two. one of the uh, runs of the day, wasn't it? Just yeah, it, it really was. So yeah, horse that's uh, twenty three starts, two wins, seven seconds is probably a an each way or a place horse usually in that sense. But um, I get the feeling Gates of Babylon will win this race, mm. even if it means taking a sit three wide line or, or something of that nature. Another, but, one, um, another one for the Brett Pope yard? Yeah, but around four bucks. I'm 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 not jumping in there, Beach. But no, something small, maybe uh distant trilogy, but I'm not too enthused here, Bernard. How about mm. yourself? Can you shed some... Uh, can you get any more enthused than myself?
0: Keen Gates of Babylon, Terry. <clears throat> keen? Keen. I was really keen, oh. on, keen on him. First up, and the money came three wide, no cover in a pretty genuinely run race, and just kept coming and coming and coming and toughed it out. Just missed behind uh, Sweet Dreamer, who's who's in form. Um, second up on his home track, I, Gates of this horse. I think this horse has has a lot of potential. Gates of Babylon. If you, even if you go back and look at its um, Belmont Guineas run, that was that was pretty significant considering how fast he went out in front, and and the, the form out of that, I think, was... State attorney. Yeah, m- mystery and mystery miss. Uh, yeah, he does have a win over state attorney as well, but mystery miss coming around was in that Belmont Guineas. I think it was a pretty... Uh, I think Flirtini might have even been in that, and Flower of War, those sorts of horses are in the Belmont Guineas as well. Mm-hmm. So this horse was at the end of his prep at that stage and still still was brave. Um Brody Kirby claiming two. He was just a bit sluggish away the other day, um, which sort of led to him getting trapped wide. If he can, if he can bounce with them and work forward with with aggression early, even if he lands outside leader, I still think Gates of Babylon is tough enough and classy enough to to keep rolling to victory. The markets found him obviously. He's uh, I think three three eighty is. It was a good early
1: move this morning. It was you- fives into three twenty early. He's- Getting a little bit back out, but yeah, yeah,
0: he was three eighty best available at the moment. I had him four dollars. Uh, Gates of Babylon just needs to step, and if he steps well and pushes forward with positivity, uh, I'm pretty sure Gates of Babylon will be able to get the job done. I reckon it might be a hard watch. <laughs> that's what I, that's my okay. prediction.
1: I reckon if it doesn't win, it'll it'll probably be a good, good thing. thing Even for the. At Pope Yard, so.
0: Okay. Yeah, and obviously, uh, I've got distant trilogy second pick. So I'm with you there, Terry. Machino Miss was pretty good to lead and, and hold out Tawny Pete uh, first up at uh, at Pinjo the other day, and um, and Christy Bennett starting to starting to really uh, notch up a few few winners and starting to improve, which ever is ever improving, to
1: see. yeah, ever improving,
0: yeah. But uh, from a class point of view, ability point of view, and future point of view, Gates of Babylon for me. Okay, distant trilogy, but. Not much confidence Uh, there. The two that uh, we've suggested
1: are definitely my top two as well. So we agree on the Quinella page. You know, what I suspect, we'll see a three-wide line and probably Mm. a four-wide line, and we'll see a messy little run race, so... Um, if there is a, a leader by, there'll be several of them trying to grab that rail. Uh,
0: race seven. Race the, seven. Uh, the, uh, the sign strategy handicap. Um, this, is, this must be the second division of the same race. So it's oh, a, it's another 1300 metre graduation. So this is, yeah, this is the second division of, of the same race. And this is tough. Oh, I don't want to play anymore, BJ. This is, <laughs> now I've had enough. <laughs> at, this stage of, this? at this stage of proceedings yesterday honestly, and last night, I was tearing my hair out for sure, yeah. What
1: is this? Um, yeah, look, Horizon really impressed um, with the win over prevailing winds suspect uh, he can win again. Abby mm. Lane was really good against State Attorney. Second up and up to 1300 there. Both suit, but it's a horse who tends to do uh, his best work on rain
0: affected going. Does um, he does he also like to be outside of horses? Yeah, he, but yes. He, yeah, from gate 2, yeah. I just thought he might if he doesn't leave, he sat, might get a bit cramped. Yeah, I think he sat 3 deep the
1: trip twice last campaign without without covering and, and won and one easily, so. Yeah. Yeah, a risk there. I think Nobelian was ridden Incorrectly, last start. I think um, they went forward. He was uh, the meat in a sandwich between Sterling Estates and whatever was three Depot. escaped escapes me at the moment. I'd I like was to Don, see uh, Don's
0: legacy was three. Don's day.
1: legacy, yeah. thanks. I'd like to see um, Nobelium ridden with a little bit more patience, maybe mm. in a line midfield. I think you'll get a line in a race like this. Pretty so odd I, line,
0: yep. yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't think he can be uh, written off. Uh, I like the story of Nobelium. If you haven't heard the Rod Lewis story, go back on the at the races Twitter and find it after his win on the 5th of November it's uh, it's yeah it's a really good one how they were gonna um, they kept him and they were gonna sell the farm it's it's a really good story anyway so what Go do we have a
0: look. What, what do we do with Cerrone Bay Terry? yeah this is the this is the interesting runner of the oh, well I was hoping those.
1: you told me because I'm not too sure uh, I think its trial was good enough you can't actually the vision for the trial is down because there was a, a pretty bad fall um, in that race But we have seen it and it was a really soft trial he jagged it out from what was probably a wide gate in the trial hit the line um, under a really strong hold mm. if you're playing if you're playing a quaddy I think what you have to, your first decision here has to be, Stand it out or take 10, mm. basically. So um, I'll let you all make that decision individually, I think. Um, but if you're looking at this sort of... I, I like to look, okay, what's what second and third favorite? What else are we looking at in the market? And there isn't a huge amount there. So yeah, I'm, I'm not going to place Serenity Bay first up 1,300. Um, 10, a, gate a, 10. Gate 10 in a sticky sort of race, especially at that price. But um,
0: Obviously very well regarded. Like uh, last prep, seventy five dollar twenty. 270, I 290.
1: That $1.20 race was against Germany uh, Household Pets because they would have probably ran a place mm. um, in that. That was one of the worst horse races of all time. But yeah, you, you are right. Um, and it then looked like it had. Um, Son of Bacchus. Yeah, measure, son, of measure, son of Bacchus out tough. Yes, it mm. did. Taxa at it, didn't it? Came mm. back at it. But um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm not really overly confident on anything here. I want to have something. Do you no-belium. suspect it's going
0: to be over-bet too, Serenity Bay? Potentially. Mm. Potentially. It could also go the Boy, other way. Yeah.
1: Some market swings are a little bit confusing at the moment. We saw do a Pataki yesterday out to 550 or something, which we both marked as our best of the day. Mm. And just completely unwanted, but in saying that, it's. Probably a pretty weak animal, mm. but um, yeah, I think it's a it's a difficult old race. I would have loved to have backed um, Regal Moon. That's mm-hmm. that's the best horse in this race, but uh, it's a really hard horse to handle. So I think I think um, we'll wait for a senior um, jockey to to go on Regal Moon. Media Baron smashed the line. I'm not really that interested, Beach, but I think late on Betfair we can get a price nobelium, and I want to have dance. Mindy dance mm. in my quadrilla. Who could land outside the leader on a slow speed? I think here, three runs or four runs for new trainer Mark Wright have one of been your,
0: huge. One of your uh love, Mark Wright, little faves, Mark Wright, down in Bumbry so,
1: should have probably won two back against Twisted Mountain. And um, last start was really good against Route eighty-eight in um, a race where Route eighty-eight came out and won a nice ran a nice race yesterday as well. Mm. So uh no no
0: no too hard too hard beach you you tip him something give us some confidence eh? Oh, i can't help you with that i just had to go with horizon like he he was really strong to get the win um at ascot third up he's from the draw he's just gonna get the right run coiled up with um called up with by jason whiting a well-timed well-timed run at them late he's gonna be pretty hard to hold out um just Ticks the most most boxes for me. I uh, I marked him $4 equal favorite with Serenity Bay. At the moment, best available for Horizon is around $6, so that's okay. But yeah, this is this is a really, really tough first leg of the Quaddy. Abbey Lane um, went good first up, races well at Pinjarra. I have to respect the Ann King camp with a good... Good clean getaway. He can uh, he can maybe even lead or race. Uh, uh, definitely race on speed can and can be a bit tardy. Can time. be a bit tardy, tardy but yeah. um,
1: there's not much speed in it. The thing is, it's a capacity field. That's he, quite he, interesting.
0: But his his run was is equal to um, stake Yeah. State attorneys, race run, Was it? Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. And um, and he uh, his favourite later on in the day. So Abbey Lane went good first up. I would love to try and find Media Baron. He's one of one of my horses, even though he's only won two races. But bars are on. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good trial. Trials trials have been good, but it's going to be always difficult for Media Baron to get across the line first. Outside of that, I didn't mind the uh, the recent trial of Pagan Image, but he's a sort of horse who hasn't quite got there to where we thought he was, where I thought he was going to get. And then the only other runner that really could could uh, could win for for me is the Brett Pope runner Street Fair racing uh, out of its grade. But I don't mind this horse, I uh, liked its trials, and I thought it would run a race fresh, and, and it placed it at $21 behind Put A Spell On You, first up at, at Pinjar on Boxing Day. So um, I thought it might sneak under the the guard of the market makers actually, Street Fair, but um, best available was about $13 or, or $15. Um, so yeah, that, that's maybe okay, but... but Yeah, like really, as Terry said, this is a really, really tough assignment, first leg of the quaddy. But um, if, if you need a tip, Horizon for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I'm not tipping. Uh, no Belium. Bridden a little bit cold, but as I said, have Dance Mindy dance amongst one of your 10 in the quadrilla. Okay, the feature race. And, or, and just touching on that quadrilla, yes. this could be oh, a
0: yeah. uh, $200,000 dividend. Oh, and, this this and has the, the hallmarks
1: of, of a big super dividend, doesn't it, this And quadrilla. the rest. I like it, actually. I'm, I'm really, um, while it's a very difficult day, I, I really like the fact that we can. Um, yeah, you can pick the bones out of a few races, and there'll be a lot of contrasting opinions, I reckon we'll discuss it tomorrow night's uh, 1-1 podcast pub tour, beach Looking forward to it. Sponsored by Betfair Australia. Mandra Cup. This is the only race of the day where I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna step in with some degree of confidence here, BJ. Um Good race. We've seen an announcement maybe an hour or two ago. Well, this has been going for about four hours now, the podcast, but it was uh, <laughs> so about four hours ago. Snowchino is going to be ridden um, uh, slightly more conservatively, and they're going to try and um, find a spot in the first four, but not necessarily uh, lead. Yes. Correct. Okay, so it's 1,800. As reported
0: by Jay Rooney in the West this morning. Yes,
1: so it's uh, JR. It's uh, 1,800. Um, back to the 1,400. It was a little bit sloppy away over the 1800 so he might have to do a bit of work she might have to do a bit of work to get out there but she looks um a real lay in this race i actually mm-hmm. think the two favorites are i think they've got this market wrong in a nutshell uh, midnight sky is your favorite snow channel second favorite i don't think i've marked either in my top four favorites beach and that might seem a little bit. Um, that might seem a little bit uh, ambitious. How? Hey, what have I done? No, I haven't. I've, I've got uh, Midnight Sky as your fifth favorite, Snowchino sixth favorite. So mm. I haven't marked either of them um, in my market prominently. I've just lost my uh, page on the screen. But uh, I'm really interested um, in a horse I mentioned earlier, uh, track record holder, one year ago to today. It's a horse I've probably tipped a couple of times recently without success, mm. but Wrinkley's flying. Um, If we're getting the leader bias track that I suspect we will, um, he'll get to the top here with absolutely no issue. He'll cross Harry Thomas, who's been freshened up, and they'll be happy to take a sit. They won't want to try and kick up and and hold Wrinkley out. And even if they do, Wrinkley is a quicker horse. Um, There's a lot of weight, but Wrinkley's carried 60, uh, 58, 59, consistently carries big weights um, with apprentices riding as well, where there's a lot of dead weight um, in the saddle. So I'm not concerned about the 61. Chris Palmer just needs to go to the front and roll along here. The Chris, effort. You know Chris
0: Palmer never ridden this horse in a race before. I didn't actually know that. No, I
1: know that Brad is. I know that Steve has a very poor record on the horse, Brad, and Brad's, I know that yep. Brad and Kate Whitten have very good records um, on the horse. Uh, good uh, recovery to Kate mm. as well. She fell the other day, didn't she? she so. Fell off the
0: trials. Yeah. yeah so
1: wishing Kate uh, all the best in her recovery. Um, she rode Wrinkley a year ago on this day. Actually, sat outside of Vital Silver. Can I ask you a question? You can. How? I don't know. I don't know how that one, that, that <laughs> pace, but it just gives me confidence going into this race. So, Wrinkley's last three mm. um, runs are really, really interesting. Three back uh, in the Carbine Club, Barracky Beats took him on and he had to take a sit. Beaten point eight behind uni time. Um, that's a really good run for a horse mm. who is a noted front runner. The start before that, Molly Clark got lost in the straight, Abdicator just grabbed him late. Came out uh, in the Hill and was crossed, and from there it was, that was a wait for age as well um, when the Celt swallowed him up. Only beaten three and a half. Last start, dropped back to the 1,200. I think that was just a pipe opener for this. Yeah. That was just to keep him ticking along. Yeah. But to settle on the back of Caracarpa and be beaten 0.7 over an unsuitable journey like and 1,200. Was, and
0: was pulling its head
1: off and running Yeah, certainly. Yeah. yeah, the slow tempo <laughs> definitely um, didn't suit him. So look, I'm really keen that Wrinkley goes to the top, and he's going to give you a, a massive sight for your money, 10 bucks. Each way all day, Bernard. Um, main danger, very very um, big danger. It was probably my initial on top selection until the Snow Chino tactic, will change came in and Wrinkley was going to get it slightly easier. Uh, is Lord help me run is a classy animal. Uh, had a few issues, I think, through the group race they contested. At one stage, they were probably looking at heading towards the Railway Stakes. Probably should have won last time out. Gets a good weight swing um, against Midnight Sky here. Settles midfield from a good draw and uh, I suspect that uh, he'll be uh, he'll be coming at them late with Red Publisher, the only other horse I want mm. to mention. Five goes at Pinjarra. Um, all five runs have probably been five career best runs. This is a horse, like all Ashley Maley horses, they fly for whatever reason at pinjara So mm. winner will come. I'm only going to take those three in my quadrilla. I will not be going any wider. Um, no dance music? No, no dance music. Oh, it can win, but uh, 1,400 and also The Apprentice not claiming in a feature. That's always something that gets me, and, and I'm a bit perturbed about it. So... Um, Main bet, Wrinkly, two, two ways of playing it, either Wrinkly each way or main bet, Wrinkly, um, Lord Help Me Run Profit, Money Back Red Publisher. You can do that because you're getting the prices. You're getting 10 to one, six to one, 10 to one. Um, but yeah, Wrinkly, pretty keen, beach
0: Yeah, I, um, I am siding with Lord Help Me Run. I think this is, you flagged him, and I think this is a really good race for him. He's uh, He was my Maddie last start, and he almost got up at should about uh, $21, probably should have really, although um, I think Megazone could count himself a little bit unlucky in that same race that was won by Midnight Sky. But for me, back to fourteen hundred. Uh, maps really quite well. Just needs, just hasn't, just needs to jump with them. That um, was a bit slow away the other day, but uh, Peter Hall can get him to relax. Wrinkley um, usually sets a pretty genuine tempo, so I think the the genuine uh, even tempo will suit Lord Help Me Run, who can get a bit keen in his races. Has a lot of class. Looks suited down on fifty six kilos. I think this is a really nice race for Lord Help Me Run to, um, and I think he's going to, If he, he the, the way that he attacked the line the other day suggests that he's he's ready to, um, to he's back in close to his best form. So this looks a really nice race for him. Lord help me run on top. Uh, I think that I'm sort of with you. I don't really like Snowchino or Midnight Sky a great deal. I actually thought Red Publisher really stretched not to be missed the other day. Not to be missed looked like it was going to give him Windburn and put three on him, but he actually stretched him and, and made him win, uh, made him um, earn the win. If uh, if Red Publisher drew a gate,
1: uh, would you have had it on top? Just about, I yeah, think. Maybe. Yeah, maybe too. yeah. Too. That so, that
0: was the issue. so and 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 dance music. Uh, you can query his. Uh, she, she's a really, really class class mare, but you've got to query her uh, first runner at fourteen hundred metres. But she probably should have won that Caracapo. This will test your race the other day. Yep. Almost fell at the start. I held up in the straight, but um, but for me, I reckon this is the day for Lord Help Me Run, Terry.
1: All right, wrinkly for me, beige uh race nine and we're, we're tracking a bit late here time wise anyone that's stuck with us thank you very much and uh we uh we apologize but uh, it's a great card to dissect we're just getting a little bit uh excitable excitable is that a word yeah. let's cut yeah yeah let's go with that yeah that sounds all right uh okay race nine the high gain feeding champions since 1983 handicap i like the, the name of that one um brian i'm, I'm disappointed we don't see more um Horses named after humans, actually, yeah. so I'm really...
0: Yeah. I can't wait for Terry. Yeah,
1: I, I reckon, yeah, I reckon, or Bernard. That'd be a great match race, wouldn't it? Bernard versus Terry, yeah, it might be a couple of DNFs there, I think. Um, Three-horse race. I'm going to get through this one very quickly for okay. you, Page. Speed map-wise, do you have DeAndy's holding out Flower of War, first of all? Yes. Yeah, that looks fairly obvious in that sense. I think DeAndy's is probably going to be the reason Flower of War finds is difficult. Mm. Big weight sitting outside the breeze. Expecting improvement after the first up win, but um, I I I really think State Attorney gets the perfect run. But I love, um, I like uh, a horse that goes well, fresh, uh, trialed well at its home track. To me, a lot of things point to Danny George finishing over him here. It's It's been a really classy galloper. That's obviously had a few issues
0: uh, throughout a bit of a... Sparingly raced. isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: sparingly a... raced. I like that, mm-hmm. Beach. It is sparingly raced. And um, look, at the current prices, I'm amazed, actually. I marked Danny George 340, and then the other two about 455 to 1. Danny George is about 556 to 1. Bede, that's my win bet, and I'm pretty happy being on at that price. Um, but again, it'll be a three-out quaddie leg. I'm going to leave
0: out Brian. There's there's no, there's how
1: no, dare you there's, like, there's
0: no brine in the quaddie for me <laughs> so uh, so what 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 about the 1200 is that an issue for uh, Danny George is he he's his best I mean he hasn't raced a lot so his best results have, have usually been uh, 1000 metre races but um, potentially and that's maybe why we're getting 550 instead of Three fifty.
1: So I think, especially if Brett Pope's trained a couple of winners, and we're up to we've tipped him in three in total before tipped this him race. win the card,
0: I think. Mm. Um,
1: if he's trained a couple of winners, I think there'll be a bit of momentum up in regards
0: mm. to having a bet, and I wouldn't be surprised if he starts favourite. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a lot of lot of confidence in this race, Terry. I don't, I don't mind. Danny George. He was uh, he was my third selection in the leg up. State Attorney rails in run the other day was trucking, leader rolled off. Pike went bang. Um, Where's he going to lob in this race, Terry? He's probably going to lob in almost exactly the same spot, second up, probably better suited at twelve hundred metres. If the uh, Flower of War likes to roll and Dandy likes to roll, I suppose. So he he's going to get a tempo to suit with a smother. Gee, he, geez, if he if he's if he improves up his first up win, um, he's going to be hard to beat. Uh, I think the price is probably um, thin, thin, bit skinny. What is he at the moment? 265 yeah, two eighty-five. Best. You've got to question that <laughs> form
1: line as well. Sterling Estate, and then I think it was Abbey Lane around third or fourth mm. after doing a bit of work. That was a pretty poor and weak horse race with all the favours. Um, should get all the favours again. again but yeah. I just think if you go through Danny George's form
0: lines, it's got the don't fuss form and stuff. I think it's I think it's stronger. Right. So, yeah. well, well, in that regard, Flower of War is probably the the, the best horse. In the race from a form line mm-hmm. point of view, I thought she, she was she just fell in first up. Odds on dollar fifty five. And he sat up on the line, I reckon, as well, Harvey. Yeah. Jeez. So, so the um, but yeah, she she's pretty quality. She she will improve second up. Um, and uh, the only other runner that has the class to really make an impact is is Rebel Yell. He's got good good yep. Caracapo form. He was probably unsuited back to a thousand the other day. Rising to 1,200, um, uh, Chris Parnum goes on. Rebel Yell can run a race. But uh, for me, it just like looks set up for ta- for state attorney and the wizard, William Pike, Cerise reason White.
1: Danny George, for me, with uh, not a huge amount of confidence, but a lot more confidence than some of the other uh, events we're talking about today. The final event of the day, Beach. The now, this out. is something, isn't it? The get-out
0: stakes. Yeah, There's... we have to uh, remind our listeners about the get-out. Yes, get out. yes. So the Market City meets... Get Out Stakes, very popular Get Out Stakes competition. So uh, most of you listeners will know how it works, but just a quick run through at the 1-1 one one pod on Twitter, who you think will win race 10 at Pinjarra on Saturday, the Get Out Stakes, and buy, uh, uh, give us a decimal winning margin. And um, you could be in the running for a gourmet beef package from Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth. So should we get cracking into the into the last terry this is going to be a mission mate
1: yeah no, race this is, 10 yeah this is a, a really difficult race um speed map wise it's it just looks everything about this race looks really messy it looks like um probably looks like my uh no, i won't say that analogy that would have gone down poorly uh speed wise the blinkers go off. choice command up to the mile i don't know whether that means they're going to look at taking a sit or whatnot. Misty Ladder will be ridden aggressively again. Sharp Bob from the middle gate might go forward. Geiger Gem and Son of Bacchus will want to race somewhere near the speed. So there's a fair amount of speed without there being... Probably even over the the top amount. Oh, you could go honestly. You could go a million different ways. The the few I'd be looking at. Arnie's boy is two last runs at Pinge were just huge. Mm-hmm. Um, drawn to sitting off, not far off them. So he should be going close. Playing Marika keeps bombing starts in races. It should be winning, and it probably does this. Gets held up in a sixteen horse field. Pretty hard to win from there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mate Mind champs is one you've got to have in your quaddy. No top. luck whatsoever. First up, and it's a horse that will appreciate a big full field. It can just swamp down the outside. Has one at Pinjara. I'm going to have something small, and I want to wait till Betfair because I think you'll get a bigger price uh, on a absolute uh, one track specialist in Lucky Linda Lulu. Mm. Uh, 34 starts for four wins. Thirteen starts at Pinjarra for four wins. So, really is a Pinjarra horse. Last time Mitchell Pateman um, rode her, uh, yeah, she won. Know, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, she won. She won really well too. I hope Mitch rides uh, rides her in a manner where he gets to settle midfield with cover and just gets going yeah. like on the bend before the bend. It doesn't she's not a horse you ride overly cute. She can sustain a little bit of a run, um, and I'm going to have something on her late, but. Jeez. If if you win the get out stakes this week, you've uh, you've earned every uh, every
0: sausage you uh you eat, I think, Beach. Yeah. Well, this is uh this is something else. <laughs> yeah. Something else to to wrap up what has been a grueling Mandra Cup day at Pinjara. Um I just had to I just had to give playing Marika one more go. Mm-hmm. Um I just thought that she'd win the other day, went against um uh, patristic, uh, bombed the start, um, got caught up behind some horses that weren't going anywhere. We Geordie Turner weaved his way out into space eventually, but the, the bird has, had flown. So that's probably t- two races that she should have won at her last two starts. I'm just fingers crossed she begins. If she begins and the, you know gets the galloping room she requires, I think she wins. I worried because I was on fairly passionately
1: last start, and yep. there was no speed in that race for Tide Patristic. So from a good gate for her to uh, end up last, that was really concerning. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, as you said, if she steps and, and lands. Three or four years back, and find some room. She's- I
0: actually think she's got a bit of quality about her playing Marika if, if yeah. she can if she can get put it all together and and just tidy up, um, get a bit more professional, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, tough race. Arnie's boy. That was a big run. He had to make that uh, sweeping move um, at Ascot last start. Still boxed on into third. Choice to command has some uh, coming around form. Mm-hmm. I think I think he finds the front and boxes on. Son of Bacchus, like oh, geez, he's he's a stiff not to have won a race this prep and he's if but he's got barrier he's wide drawn yeah, very wide I think this is the one with 59 and he's going to be some effort to, to to pull a rabbit out of the hat and win this and um, my blowout she could be my my maddie on the day too mm-hmm. is um, make mine champers yep. uh, loves the mile sort of poke through between runners first up nice little pipe opener for this second up assignment it's going to get back and, and flash um, but for me I think that playing Marika will get the cash.
1: Yeah, go wide in your quads and good luck, basically, in the last... We got there, Beach.
0: We did get there. We
1: finished the, uh, the 10 races, and what, a, what, an, uh, what an effort it was to get there as well. So really exciting betting card. One thing you will know is that uh, you're going to get value for whatever you want, to, um, you want to back throughout the day, especially in the last few. And uh, if you happen to snare a percentage of the quadrilla, I think you'll be quite a uh, happy man or woman. So
0: um, yeah, I'd be having a crack for sure yeah this is gonna this could be a super quaddy type setup it might be a carryover terry so yeah, who could knows be. could be all right it's that time of the day one bet beige what's yours um i like how you've allowed me to go first here yeah. terry. <laughs> <laughs> okay my one bet race three number three fire sale
1: Race three, number three, five. So I don't mind that. From the Brett Pope yard. Brett Pope yard. I think we finished on four. By the way, with Danny George between us, we've, we've tipped four Brett Pope horses on a Saturday meet. So, and didn't we'll, you throw luck lucky? Lucky like was lucky five, little no, That might five, be five. Five, five, five Sorry, of the, yes. five of the five. ten. Very good. Ah, uh, so it is fire sale for Beige. Um, oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to have Brinkley as my mm. one bet, Beige. Um, if we're making it one play, it would be save Lord, help me run um, I, I, in that same race. But uh, yeah, I, I like Brinkley to to dominate a speed map. And I like Chris Barnum to just let him let him roll here and... Um, Let's see if we can steal it on a leader bias track. With that bet, with the wrinkly betters as well, he's not a horse. It's probably going to be subject to huge early moves. So if it doesn't look to be playing very on pace, pace or the rail doesn't look to be great, you can probably um, move away from he, that He always process, seems, seems to sort of
0: drift. Yeah,
1: to yeah, 100%. He does so, yeah. but if it starts playing on pace, he, he won't drift, so okay.
0: um, yeah, monitor that. And you can probably bet a little bit later into the day. Your Maddie Bernard, oh, I think I flagged that when we were just wrapping up. Race 10. My Maddie, uh, in a day which could be won by Maddies all day, is
1: hang on, what have we got here? Oh, I'm just showing you my post it note where I've got mine written down, it's got Make Mine Champers written down as well, babe, so like,
0: so we're. Where? Uh, in unison. In unison? Yeah, in unison. Good I word. Also, um, so Make Mine Champers is my Maddie in, in race 10. Yeah. And it uh, looks like Terry's got Make Mine Champers is his Maddie yeah. as well. yeah. Dark
1: Musket and Dance Mindy Dance just missed. She's um, Dance Mindy Dance,
0: that, that'll be, that'll be that, a price. That will
1: be a big price, yes. Uh, when I was deciding on which of the three, I ended up with Make Mine Champers. But
0: uh, yeah, it's a day where I think there'll be a couple of $20 winners, Beach. Um, It'd be remiss of us not to uh, for a 1-1 podcast not to mention Magic Mike, Mike Santich. Yes. He has Denim Pack. Can win. Can win. He Can win. Could, could be Maddie prices yep. too. Denim Pack is in, in race six. It's a betting eight. day.
1: Just on that note, I'm I'm going to be specking a lot of horses in a lot of races. It's going to be a day with a, with a heap of investments. And I'm really looking forward to it in that sense. There aren't many favorites I'll be hopping into. Um, there'll be a lot of favorites I'm taking on. And I think it's a really good day to monitor. And especially on Betfair late, some of the prices you see are just absolute madness. Mm. so um, don't be afraid to be specking a lot of horses on the day uh, horses to follow B do you got a couple for you I got three for you actually
0: that's here, um
1: too. and one we flagged a couple of weeks ago and I'm going to say the same thing I'm waiting for a change of jockey I'm aware that um, there are a couple but I'm, uh, when we when we see or if, at least draw a gate we don't need to get Nicole Hopwood off but if mm. we draw a gate on pick your battles it's the horse is bolting mm. just can't get a great deal of luck um, with barriers or in the run so we want to Continue to follow. Uh, misinformed Ben should have won his last two. And it hurt my heart last start watching him sit three deep the trip after we'd given him a good little plunge and he started considerably shorter. And uh, unfortunately, just uh, just uh, was found out late uh, after doing a fair bit of work. But he wins one soon for Darren Taylor. Um, and the other one is one that I don't think too many will have. Uh, all of these will probably start a price next day as well. Um, this one will definitely start a price. A horse called Light the Fuse. Um, Fiona Bell in last start, found a stack of trouble before that. Austin Galati, young apprentice, four kilo claimer was on. Hasn't had much luck. Let's let's get a nice senior apprentice on in a race with a bit of speed over 1,300 or so at one of these country tracks in a class five. And um, I think we can get uh, Light the Fuse up at a price. So yeah. I, I think he will be uh be a quote beach. How
0: about yourself? I like it, Terry. A few few uh, out whiteys there for yeah, the listeners. Yeah, so we don't want anything get, too too bland. Get, do we get your get your black book as well. Mine are pretty bland, to be honest, Terry. Um, yeah, three horses. That, that was a little quite digger. <laughs> <actually. laughs> so so we've, got a, we've we've found a few uh, horses to follow that have that have won, but they've all been pretty thin. Sweet strawberry, money matters, and uh, Lonsdale Lady, who was pretty impressive the other day. Actually, Very cool, yeah. might might have a nice uh, nice uh, staying potential staying for on the mm-hmm. other hands there. So my three all, all had no luck in the straight last start. Horse called Sowar. Never got out at Mount Barker first up. He's in at Albany on Sunday. Would be very hard to beat. And there was two horses who still haven't got out at Ascot last Saturday. He's a gunslinger and Festival Miss oh, you, Yeah. You, yeah um, he's a gunslinger was was um, you yeah, know a bit a bit painful to watch for, for his supporters. But um, Obviously they're gonna be they're both um, well back too. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be in the mix in whatever they go around in next start, Terry. Yeah. Festival Miss was actually nommed um didn't accept
1: for this mate, so I yeah, think I he's a like, gunslinger was as well actually. Yeah. So yeah. I think we'll see them both next week and they'll probably be both uh, going pretty close to winning, beige
0: Yeah, so top-notch trailers. Yes. Uh, Robert and Todd Harvey have a horse by the name of Diamond Trade, which uh, which sort of went close um, on several occasions last prep, mm-hmm. but couldn't quite get the job done. It Todd tri- coming
1: along to the pub tour tomorrow night?
0: Todd Harvey will be there, yes. Very excited. Yes, uh, tr- trainer Todd Harvey will be at the... the- perth pub tour uh on friday night so um so that's good there might even be a harness racing flavor there too terry oh really so, yeah so that so we, we could be cross
1: coding i do like a bit of a cross code you know that so this so, is uh probably the worst sport in the entire
0: world but, uh, <laughs> i do like a cross code so um yeah diamond trade i think she can she can go on the job and win a couple of races this prep but the I don't know whether this is a top-notch trailer or whether I'm just really wrapped with the name. Both of us are West Coast Eagles supporters, and we were at the MCG the day that uh, Domi Sheed slotted one from the boundary to to win the flag for for the mighty Eagles um, in 2018. So this horse is called Dom to Shoot. I like it. Dom to Shoot. It's uh, it's by Shooting to Win, named after the great man himself. Dom Sheed. Um so Dom to shoot from the Sean Casey yard won a trial at uh, at uh, Belmont on Monday. He could be a horse to follow as well. Oh, um, I like it. And that was
1: a good day at uh, with the MCT, wasn't it? Geez, the old heart rate was, uh, found some uh, found some beats that day. One of the all-time yeah. great days, that I one. I actually didn't make it to the bar the entire race either, because I, uh, the entire race, uh, the entire, um, I didn't watch a race either. That's how good the grand final was. If I'm not watching an Ascot meet on my phone, then yeah, I'm, I'm doing something pretty good. So yeah, good day.
0: Anyway. Now we move on to uh, whatever happened to. So last week we we asked the question, whatever happened to Money Maher and um, the Pierce Brothers or Pierce Racing on their, their social media accounts, Twitter. They're always very forthcoming with information, and they got back to us and said that Money Maher is is recovering from from injury and uh, but hopefully it's suspensory, but hopefully we'll be back in work within the next month or so with an eye on some winter. Feature races, perhaps that Wait for Age series, that uh, that um, is on uh, Belmont Sprint, um, Hyperion Stakes, Strickland Stakes, those type of races for money Maher. I have two horses. They haven't been off the scene for that long, but they both hail from the same camp. Horse by the name of Sherpa Lass has had one start for w- one win for uh, one win rather for Dan Morton. That was back in August. Hasn't been sighted since. Interested to know what happened to her, and also. The stable mate, probably the, their best horse in the stable, Man Booker, he just produced one of the best performances of 2019 to win the birthday stakes first up. Um, back in September, he suffered an injury post that and was ruled out of the carnival. Just going to chase it up with Morton Racing just to see how how the champ, Man Booker, is progressing, whether we'll be seeing him in 2020, Terry.
1: Hopefully he isn't too far away. Uh, but I think that uh, comes uh, brings us to the end for a very uh, lengthy podcast. I thank everyone for sticking with us through a very, very uh, action-packed Pinjaro card. I uh, hope there's a few winners in there for everybody that has gone the journey with us. Um, more importantly, for those that haven't got their tickets for tomorrow night's uh, pub tour, Friday the 10th of January Get your ticket, come along. If you want to pay on the evening, um, you can also just uh, turn up at 6 o'clock or 6.30 at the Grand Bar and Bistro. We won't be leaving there till about 8 o'clock. So if you are going to be a latecomer, there is no issue in that sense. Uh, Come and have a few froffies. Come and have a feed. Come and talk WA Racing and... um, Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it, Beach.
0: Yeah, me too, Terry. should be good fun.
1: All right. uh, Until next week. No, there won't be a next week. There won't be a next week. No, I'm actually away in Tasmania playing golf at Barn Boogle. So there won't be a podcast next week. But we'll see you all uh, or you'll hear from us all in a fortnight's time. um, Or we'll see a lot of you, hopefully, tomorrow night. So uh, until next fortnight on The 1-1.